Hello everybody and welcome to Super Bowl Prediction Special right here on Hooked on Sports. My name is John Flynn. Thank you so very much for listening in on this Friday afternoon. I know it's a beautiful day out in New York where I am right now. Temperatures are in the mid-50s. So it's certainly a beautiful day, but in the meantime, I'm inside in my room recording um, this podcast, and I'm going to be going over all sorts of different topics related to the game on Sunday. Of course, I'll give you my Super Bowl picks and predictions, and then the MV- and my pick for Super Bowl MVP at the end of the po- of the podcast today but I-, I think we need to start with with the Cinderella story that is the Cincinnati Bengals and everything about this um Bengals run was is made possible by so by the arrival of Joe Burrow last year and when you think when you think about how the how the Bengals got to this point they uh, they went 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 2 and 14 in 2019 they had the worst record in the NFL so they got the number one overall pick, and they selected LSU quarterback Joe Burrow, and and Burrow had had the it factor, and and of course he won the national championship and the Heisman at LSU in 2019, and and deservedly so, coming off the greatest season um, a, a team has ever had in a in, in college football with. With with all things considered, with the strength of schedule, with the uh, dominance, with the stats, everything uh, uh, lines to that point, and 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 this this was uh, also year number two for Zach Taylor, and I I think when you look at Zach Taylor, I think that I, I, he needed to be kept in in, in every way, shape, or form, and and. Uh, even with the Joe Burrow ACL tear, that uh, I I don't really don't think the Bengals had much of a choice but uh, but to keep him. Well, with with all things considered, and Taylor is a former McVay assistant, so he'll be going up against his former boss on Sunday. And I I, I think uh, you 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 factor in the the coach quarterback uh, combo, and it's really blossomed into. Oh, one of the combos that is going to be around in the AFC for quite some time. And you look at McDermott Allen, you look at Reed Mahomes. Joe Burrow and Zach Taylor are def- definitely have um, that, that it factor that can put up a lot of points and win, and win you a lot of football games. So if you're a Cincinnati Bengals fan, you have to be thrilled with the prospect of having Joe Burrow around with the team for a long time. And and, and if he wins a couple of Super Bowls, just wait until the potential contract extension that night that he might get. It might even rival that of Patrick Mahomes with all, with all things being equal here. And, 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 but, but Joe Burrow couldn't be Joe Burrow without the, without the, um, a slew of talent at the, at the skill positions, uh, that they will have at, at his disposal. And, uh, he, he has Jamar Chase. He has T, uh, uh, Jamar Chase was his teammate at LSU. And, and, and Jamar Chase was, was just otherworldly this season, uh, as a rookie. And one of the greatest seasons a rookie wide receiver has, has ever had. He's, uh, he, he, I don't think he's quite with the Randy Moss 98 levels, but, so, <coughs> 
I said by in, in, in the regular season, he had 81 catches, 1455 yards, 13 touchdowns, and, and of course he was uh, he was named um, the offensive rookie of the year. That that announcement came last night, and even in the playoffs, uh, he, he, his first two games he had over 100 yards receiving, and then in the AFC Championship game he caught a touchdown. Uh, with fifty and fifty-four yards receiving in the in the performance on the, on Championship Sunday a couple weeks ago against Kansas City, so so Jamar Chase has ju- has just been everything, and and he's he's responsible for expanding the offense uh, vertically, and 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 that I and I think that 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 is something that everyone's going to have to keep an eye out for when when it comes when it comes to there. And then also, how about T Higgins? T Higgins has just been uh as come to his own uh, in his own right. He, uh, he, uh, he nearly 1100 receiving yards during the regular season then in the ASU championship game, uh, he had six catches for 103 yards. So, 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 so let's say you need to cover uh, Jamar Chase, and that's what All Pro corner Jalen Ramsey is, is going to be tasked with. That uh, you, they're gonna, that that Darius Williams is going to be covering T Higgins m- m- most likely on Sunday. So, so if if Jalen Ramsey uh, it, it does a good job with 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 slowing down Jamar Chase, I think you're going to need to uh, need to factor in a lot of T. Higgins um, in the result as well. So I I think and T. Higgins, mind you, is 22 years old, and Jamar Chase is <clears throat> is 21, and and you you've got a lot of uh, the first time in 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 history that you had a quarterback with 4,000 or more passing yards in a season. Uh, two, uh, two, uh, two receivers uh, with a thousand, a thousand or more yards, and a running back with over a thousand rushing yards, in Joe Mixon, all under the age of tw- uh, all twenty-five years or younger, and and Joe Mixon, uh, twelve hundred rushing yards. That, that that was a career high in and on itself. And la- last year he, uh, he was banged up because of injuries, but. So, by when when he was needed to uh, to uh, compile rushing yards and and, and important uh, important attempts, we saw that in the in in the in the in games in November and December where where he, where he just went off and and he's he's also a big player in in the in the passing game that he has had three hundred fourteen receiving yards, three receiving touchdowns along. With with his success on the ground, so so, so Cincinnati has compiled uh, uh, compiled uh, quite an impressive uh, offensive performance f- uh, from its players this year, and that they, they were seventh in the NFL in scoring, uh, and 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 then of course uh, in the playoffs uh, they they've been tough and clutch, especially with their first two road playoff victories in the history of the franchise uh, at Tennessee in the division around three weeks ago and then the week after in Kansas City. And 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 and, and the Bengals were down 21-3 in the AUC Championship game, but but Joe Burrow proved to be tough and clutch when it mattered the most. And and, and he, he led the Bengals uh, to, uh, to several uh, key, uh, key sustaining drives that, that led to uh, led to important th- important points there, but I I, I think uh, I think the biggest boom I think for Cincinnati uh, with offensively is is the return of tight end C J Uzuma, so who did not uh, who did not play much of the AFC title game because 
so because of injury. But but him coming back and is going to be big. So so now you get Joe Burrow potentially having five dangerous weapons so that he can utilize in in, in any particular basis. And then and then also we need to mention with the wide receivers, Tyler Boyd, who is who is the veteran of it all and. And, and he he's been tough and clutch um, as well. Although he's not uh, not been uh, been getting as many targets uh, as in the past because of of um, Chase and Higgins, but but his veteran leadership has proven to be big, and, and that was such a, a a big part in in how the Bengals got into the playoffs. And he had receiving touchdowns in four consecutive games. Uh, that that he started and and that they and they, and they all uh, three of the four proved to be difference making touchdowns uh, in Cincinnati victories. You look at the game against Denver where it was an offensive struggle against a very, a very tough defense in Denver, but Cincinnati was able to to pull one out and 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 win that game. I I think you 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 go back to that game against Denver and I, and it's it, it's being quite overlooked by by many. Uh, by many in in the media, but but it, but Den Denver, mind you, has a quarter, quarterback uh, issue, and and it, and that's been well documented in the last couple of weeks with uh, with the with the coaching change and, and all the potential Aaron Rodgers rumors. But so but 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 Den Denver's defense uh, was terrific this year. They they were the number three scoring defense in the NFL uh, dur during the regular season, and and. and and Cincinnati found a way to win in, in a in, in a tough environment over there, and 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 I think winning any style of fight I think is is important for Cincinnati, particularly when it comes to when it comes to winning these games and playing sixty minutes of the football that they they desire to have. So so Cincinnati's offense is gonna is all is looks like they're gonna be in full force and. Ready to go on on Sunday, but I, I think the biggest question in my mind is is the trust level of the offensive line and 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 mind you they they could have taken Penny Sewell with the fifth overall pick in the twenty twenty one draft they didn't that went to Jamar Chase that proved to be the right decision but so uh, but the, the Bengals knew that that the, the, their offensive line was go was going to be a challenged unit this year, and, and we we saw that in in the games against, um, especially against Tennessee, where where Joe Burrow had nine uh, was sacked nine times, uh, in in that game, and then and then in the AFC in the AFC Championship game against against the likes of, uh, against the likes of players, um. Um, so like like Frank Clark and like Chris Jones and like um and and Melvin Ingram among others. Yeah, I I think the 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 ability for Joe Burrow to offset that with with his quick decision making, I think that that's a a tremendous asset. I think uh to have and I think and believe it or not, the Joe Burrow was only sacked once in the AFC Championship game, and that was by. Uh, by Melvin Ingram, so the Bengals' offensive line played played much better um, in in that compared to, to to the Tennessee game. But now it's not going to be easy for the Bengals' offensive line this time because they're, they're going to have to deal with with the likes of Aaron Donald and Von Miller patrolling uh, that defense. And Aaron Donald, I, I'm I've made an argument he is the single best defensive player 
in, in the NFL today, and and and, he, and when he decides to be a game wrecker, he, he is, and 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 you you could look at Aaron Donald, and and you you could see uh, that historians will compare him uh, to uh, to the likes of Reggie White and Lawrence Taylor as one of the best defensive players to ever play, and. And, and and of course, there are also some some uh, household names on that on that in that front seven as well. When you look at Leonard Floyd and Von Miller as outside linebackers, I I think Von Miller, uh, who who the Rams acquired in a trade back in November, I, he he he's been playing a, a a bigger and better role in, in this defense. And then and then Leonard Floyd, who uh, uh, who was a highly touted prospect. Uh, out of Georgia in in college, I think uh, I, I think uh, him him being able to uh, to play a, a pivotal role in, in this playoff run, and and most especially against Tampa when when he was able to take advantage of, of injuries on there uh, on, with Tampa's offensive line. So, so I I think the um. Uh, the Rams have a lot of things going when you, when you look at the defense, and it's and it's going to be interesting for these interior tackles, um, interior offensive linemen to to really guard Aaron Donald because um, because Aaron Donald uh, is is such a, a difference maker that that you you might need to double cover Aaron Donald, but then you know, you'll have to look at uh, at. Um, other players who can get to 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 the quarterback like Floyd and and Troy Reader and Von Miller. So it, it's not it's going to be a, a tough task for the Bengals offensive line. But if, if they play the way they did against uh, against Kansas City, particularly in the second half, I think they have a real really good chance uh, to uh, to win on Sunday. And then uh, and and then then of course uh, I do want to uh, uh, stay with the Rams defense because. Because Jalen Ramsey is, is is such a tremendous guy um, to to have, and 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 this all goes back to Les Snead, the general manager's vision in, in building a cha- a championship caliber team. And mind you, it is it is quite an unusual uh, approach that that uh, that a Super Bowl team has made um, over over the course of the last uh, several years. And because if you look at guy a team a Super Bowl winning teams like Philadelphia. When you look at Kansas City, when you look when you look at mo- mostly Tampa, I know Brady uh, was signed there via free agency, and then uh, then then Gronk as well. But a, a lot of the foundation of the, of those championship caliber teams have have been built through the draft. But but the the Rams decided not not to go that route. And in fact, the last time the Rams had a number one overall pick was when they when they when they traded up to get the number one overall pick and drafted. Um, uh, Jerry Goff uh, out of out of Cal. So, so and the Rams did. They traded two first round picks for Jalen Ramsey. They traded two first round picks for their quarterback Matthew Stafford, and then they then they traded a couple of uh, uh, their second and third round picks in twenty twenty two in in exchange for for Von Miller. So. I, I think when when you look at how how Lesnine has done it, I, I don't I don't recommend uh, doing doing this at home, but 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 the the Rams have have a lot to show for 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 the type of style that, that they want to bring out on a on a, a on a weekly basis based on on the veteran leadership that's that's omnipresent throughout this football team.
Well, it's that time of year again when the temperatures drop to bitter lows. So during the winter months, we tend to spend more time at home with our family and our loved ones. So what better way to protect them than by making sure your home is protected from any fire hazards. So for example, check your chimneys and vents, test your smoke alarms, cover your fireplace with a metal screen, and, and please be aware of lit candles and space heaters and make sure your space heaters are more than three feet away. And this is a PSA of the Santa Barbara County Fire Department located in Santa Barbara, California. I think when you look at the Rams, though, the the, the Sean McVay offense is, is something that has been transformative in, in the eyes of, of the NFL. And, and, and a lot of these young, innovative play callers are, are taking the, uh, the, the NFL, and particularly the NFC, by storm. And, and you, you can make an argument that the two best play callers in, in the NFC um, uh, play, played against each other in the NFC title game with Sean McVay of the Rams uh, be, uh, beating Kyle Shanahan with the San Francisco 49ers. And uh, I, I think yeah, the, the, the Rams uh, are, have benefited a, a lot from having a young, uh, innovative offensive mind that, 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 can, that allows, the team, uh, allows your team to uh, be opposing defenses in so many different ways. And, and we, we've, we've seen that all the way since McVay started uh, when when he, when his qu- quarterback running back duo were were um were Todd Gurley at running back and Jared Goff at quarterback and I I think he really maximized the, the potential uh, the the potential benefits uh for um Jared Goff when he was with the Rams particularly in those in in, in those two for first two seasons where they made the playoffs and 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 we we saw uh that that McVeigh is was the main was responsible for this change after after the franchise had set many many years in in turmoil with the with Jeff Fisher uh, uh playing an ultra conservative style of offense uh for for Tennessee uh for uh for uh for for the Rams for five years so. I, I think you you, fa- you factor that in. I think you you, you factor in the, uh, the the trade for Matthew Stafford, who I think uh, is is responsible for expanding the offense to, to the way it is because Jared Goff really didn't have the skill set uh, that's needed for the McVay offense that Matthew Stafford has, and 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 Stafford's really uh, reaped the benefits of it. And when you factor in a strong offensive line. Uh, with with the with the likes of Andrew Whitworth, who by the way won the Walter Payton Man of the Year award last night at the NFL Honors, um, you you look at uh, the 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 incredible depth at the running back and wide receiver positions that 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 he's had with um. But and particularly at the wide receiver position with Cooper Cup, who who was just outstanding all year, and he won, he was the triple crown receiver. He led the NFL in receptions, receiving yards, and touchdowns. And and, and then you then you have Odell Beckham Jr., who the Rams wisely signed uh, to, to take over after the injury to Robert Woods, who tore his ACL in the middle of the season. And then Van Jefferson is a home is a home run hitter who who fits so well with. Uh, with 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 Stafford's style of offense and 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 Van Jefferson had six had six receiving touchdowns and eight hundred receiving yards and 
and he's he's had some big big games throughout the course of the season. I particularly look at the game at the games against uh, against Arizona that Monday night game in in week fourteen. You look you look at um you look at the win against Houston in week number eight where he had eighty eight yards receiving and then. And then when Cooper Cup was held in check by Eric Stokes of the Packers, he had 93 receiving yards and a touchdown. And then, uh, and 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 then all of, all of that in uh in style there. And and mind you, his role has been diminished because of because of the emergence of Odell Beckham Jr., which. So, which I think is a, which leads us to another point with this, and and Odo Beckham Jr. is that the the the, tra- the transformation that that he's that he's undergone through the last four or five years it, it's it's ju- it's just f- quite fascinating because so because because uh, OBJ uh, recently said in, in an Instagram live that he was he was booted out by uh, the overmatched Dave Gentleman with the Giants, and then. That then he spent a couple a couple of years in the wilderness and uh, not not uh, with with terrible team chemistry with Baker Mayfield and then so and then he gets waived the, the Rams pick him up and 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 little did he know that he was going to have to play an important role on this offense to, to elevate the Rams and get them to the Super Bowl and. And surely enough, Odell Beckham Jr. has done just that. And and this and and you think of his his performances in the playoffs and, and, and really the last uh, the last couple of months where 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 his production started to go up and and you and he he, he he had the game against Arizona where he caught a touchdown. You look at the the uh, him catching the game when he touched down against Baltimore uh, in that in that wild Week 17 game. And and then in the NFC and then in the NFC Championship game he had nine receptions for 113 yards and and, and set up set up important first downs for for the LA Rams. So Odell Beckham Jr. is is just uh, tremendous at, at what what he's able to do with in in terms of uh, taking pressure off Cooper Cup and and, and I think that this leads us uh, to another important matchup the 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 Bengals secondary against the Rams um against the Rams receivers and I think it's going to be quite a fascinating matchup and 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 if Jalen Ramsey is going to cover Jamar Chase you, you know Mike Hilton um uh, the the um, who was a casualty of the Steelers salary cap crunch last year um signed a big contract with Cincinnati and, and and Mike Kilton has been an excellent shutdown corner, and and, and he's going to be covering Cooper Cup, and he, he is one of the best cover corners in the NFL, and and and, and if he slows down Cooper Cup, uh, that is going to uh, amp up the pressure on Odo Beckham Jr. and Van Jefferson to make to, to make a critical plays, and 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 for them to be able to uh, to, to make plays, and and knowing that they are playmakers, I think. That uh, that that should make the Rams feel good, in spite in spite of what what the Bengals have in in their secondary, and, and what and what the Bengals uh, can pride themselves on is that that they, they have they have a big strength uh, with, with their secondary with with the likes of Von Bell and Jesse Bates, and that secondary duo has been outstanding throughout the course of the playoffs, particularly uh, particularly Jesse Bates, who I believe what was was in the conversation to, to uh, who. 
I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I can lo look this up right now. I believe uh, he was um, in in the All Pro conversation, and 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 and, and like that. And he, he wasn't named a pro a pro bowler this year, but 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 the second half of the season into the playoffs, I think he, he's really changed uh, the the complexion of that defense, and 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 he was a big reason why. Um, why they were able to shut down Kansas City, but also I also want to look at look at the look at the front seven and and I I think they they even overlooked as well because so because um that they've gotten some playmakers in their own right with Trey Hendrickson who signed a big contract during the off season um during last off season yeah he had fourteen sacks. Um, this season, and he was outstanding, and and he deserved a Pro Bowl spot, and and he, and he, and he got that. He was named to the Pro Bowl team, but also, uh, you, you look at Sam Hubbard, who who was who has been excellent, a, th a third round pick in 2018. You look at, um, when when you look at DJ Reader, BJ Hill, the former New York Giant, he, he he's come up big, and particularly in that game. Uh, in the divisional playoffs, but then, but then in the, in the secondary, um, you 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 have Hilton, then then Eli Apple, who has not been playing great, but he did make that critical stop on Tyree Kill at the end of the first half in the AFC Championship game, which 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 galvanized the team and 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 made them feel like they had a chance to win that football game. So 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 a lot of credit to the Bengals for for picking uh, for finding someone who could make a big play like that, and and then we also got to talk about the, the linebackers and and they're, they're probably probably going to be shorthanded at, at the linebacker position because Jermaine Pratt is is uh, I don't know if he's going to be able to play uh, on on Sunday and. and so so we'll see how how that goes as well. He 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 may play, but I I think if he does play, it's going to be uh it's going to be important uh for for the Rams to, to, to take part in that. So just so we factored that in, but but now we got to talk about what I think is going to be a, a big part in this game, and that's going to be um the, the running back. So Sean McVay told the press uh, a couple of days ago that he he's going to utilize. Um, a three-headed monster in the back in, in the in the running back backfield for um for for um the Rams and and he and he's got uh, Cam Makers, Sonny Michelle, and Daryl Henderson. Uh, he, that all three of them are are gonna uh, are play a big part in this game. Now Cam Makers, so he he, he his Achilles injury was was why I did not pick the Rams to go to the Super Bowl preseason. So, but if if Cam Akers was healthy, I would have picked the Rams to win the Super Bowl this year. But so, but 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 mind you, uh, Cam Akers, Sonny Michelle, and Daryl Henderson, that they, they they all provide different strengths, which 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 could result in, in a tremendous backfield of for, for the Rams on Sunday and. The, and 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 the extra week off, I think, is going to uh, is going to uh, uh, prove beneficiary for for, for the Rams, yeah, because because they 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 because Cam Akers uh, and Sonny Michelle particularly ha had a strong workload 
um, in, in the playoffs. So I, I think if the Rams are able to run the football with, with, with all three of those guys, and I, and I think this is where the second half of the game is going to kick in, that so that, that they'll have fresh legs uh, in, in big spots in the second half. And I think if the Rams are able to wear Cincinnati down on defense, I, I think that, that I think that's going to be a significant uh, factor in this game. So, so I think so I think several of the keys are are the, the team that has, plays better offensive line play is, is is most likely going to win the game. I think the better coach is, is going to. Uh, the the coaching I, I I don't don't go crazy with the challenges if you're Sean McVay like you did in the in the NFC Championship game against San Francisco because 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 you'll probably need those timeouts at the end of the game because I think it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a, a close game and, and 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 then which defense can generate more takeaways and. And which which team can better protect the quarterback? So I I think th- those are the keys. So you look at time possession, keeping the opposing offense off the field. So so I think when when we when we find when we find everything together, when you factor in all the matchups, I I, I think you, you, this is where I think Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford come to shine. And Matthew Stafford, uh, he, he's he is a winner. Who was placed in an unfortunate circumstance for more than a decade, but with the Detroit Lions for 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 twelve seasons? Then he gets traded to a, to a winning culture in Los Angeles, and and has and has reaped the benefits of of it entirely. So so in the end, I think this is Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford's time to shine. I think the op- the, uh, the offensive line will 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 uh, prompt prompt the Rams to run for 150 yards rushing and I think Matthew Stafford in his first Super Bowl will throw for 275 yards and two touchdowns on his way to becoming Super Bowl MVP and, and and delivering Los Angeles its first Super Bowl in 38 years and the franchise's first championship in 22 years. So in 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 a, in a classic Rams 31, Bengals 28, with Matthew Stafford as the Super Bowl MVP. So, so, so that that that's where where we are, and in, 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 and that's where my pick for a Super Bowl 56. And I did ask you on on my on my personal Instagram, and by the way, you can follow it at Jay Flizzy. And and the, and the poll question I asked is, who is winning the Super Bowl? The the LA Rams or the Cincinnati Bengals, and and according to, to the poll, fifty nine percent of you took the Cincinnati Bengals, and forty one percent took the LA Rams, and and I I have the Rams, uh, I, I'm in the minority of, of that as well, so. So, so remember to you can follow this podcast on Twitter and on Instagram at um at hooked underscore on sports. You can follow. Me on Twitter at John Flynn ninety seven and on Instagram at Jay Flizzy, and so as so we, we so you, thank you so very much for li- listening in this season. It's been a crazy season, uh, uh with with so, with so much content on here. We we can finally t- t- take a breather after next week's uh, so, uh when, we, when we recap the Super Bowl. So uh, until until uh, until Monday, this is John Flynn uh, saying so long. I'll be back. Uh, I'll be back with you on the podcast on Monday. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. So long.